Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Big value for young drivers. Sign up today and you'll get 30 euro in rewards. Plus, up to 20% off with our sign-up discount. Get a great quote and search Super Value Insurance now. This car insurance is underwritten by AXA Insurance DAC. Super Value Financial Services DAC trading as Super Value Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. smell something put that cookie down hello and welcome to the mighty motion picture rangers i'm chanstar i'm josh i'm shane and today we're casting out we're cast away look it took me a long time to think of a good name <laughs> and you're not used to you're not you're used to running this no exactly i'm so pre-amp. lost but hey well as well as us we've got a very special guest to talk about casting from more of an actor's point of view as well because you're also into filming it's carl mccallion oh, thanks guys thanks I for think you, welcome I think back you're our first returning guest yes. Yes. Real, oh, the yeah. favorite. The <laughs> yeah, favorite. Exactly. fantastic you might have a smile from our marvel episode Brilliant. yeah episode yeah. episode yeah, yes already uh, this is this the third episode fantastic oh my god so many people yes we are talking about uh, the casting process. What is casting? Why do we cast? Who is cast? But before we get into that, we start every episode with what have you been watching? And Kyle, as the guest, what have you been watching? Um, I've been watching that uh, Sex Education on Netflix. I really yeah, watched, it I watched that. Is. It's good. Fantastic. Oh, okay. It's good. Okay. It, um, the first sort of like few episodes, it's like, this is fun and this is great. And you're like really into it. And then it's like, boom, feels and oh, um, really? it's I think it's the fantastic. fourth episode that yeah. gets me, like it, that one with when, he, when he's walking alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I won't say um, else, yeah. Oh, no, it's... Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. I'm so very, great. I want season two already. Yeah. I'm uh, mad that there was only, is it like eight episodes? Eight episodes, now, yeah. Um, it, yeah. It makes sense. education or Big Mouth? Which one is better? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> don't, oh, don't, well, don't compare. Oh, don't compare. So I've Americans, been rewatching Big Mouth just because I love got a val- it so much. I found out today they've got a Valentine's Day special coming in like next week. Oh, oh okay. What? Yeah, which go. is amazing. It's beautiful. Uh, Big Mouth, I've, I have a real soft spot for yeah. it. Oh, yeah. We all do. It's yeah. fantastic. Okay, when I watch Sex Education, I'm going to be the one who goes, Sex Education's my favorite song. I mean, it's Gillian Anderson <laughs> playing a fair pussy gun as well. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 Anything else? Um, just binging that. <laughs> uh, just, that's been my life. For, just after that, it was just really sad. <laughs> nothing else Fair. was. Nothing else was worth it. Uh, <laughs> no, um, working in a cinema, I haven't had time to watch any movies either. So yeah, you're helping. Is other that, is that irony? It is. Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> I can see little bits and pieces as they go, but you know. Do you have you ever yeah. like act, like had a movie spoiled for you that you did? Oh, want? absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's, uh, Do you want to spoil awful. one right now? What's no, in the cinemas right no, now you can spoil? No, 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 no. Tell us the end of uh, Instant Family or whatever that movie is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark Wahlberg. People just come out of that crying. I haven't seen it yet, but ah, people really? are just coming out of that film What's crying. Happy a lot. tears or sad tears? Uh, sad tears because they had to, they had to sit for Mark Wahlberg movie. for an hour and a half. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. 
Rough. Uh, hard times. Uh, Josh, <laughs> what, have you, what have you been watching? Okay, so two. I actually watched these two last night in a row. It was My Scientology Movie and Jesus Camp. Is it My Scientology on the <laughs> Louis Thoreau? Yeah, one, Louis yeah, Thoreau yeah. one. So as you probably didn't recognize, two heavy extremist cult-like documentaries yeah. that both made me very mad. I've seen My Scientology Movie before, but I watched it with my partner who's sitting over there. And... um. She hasn't seen it before, and it was quite an you interesting watch. her day too. That's good. Yeah, That's but good. then we watched Jesus Camp, and we were both so mad about all the Jesus Camp is crazy. It's you so watched crazy. that last night I as would, well, didn't you? No, Shane? not last night. No, no. I just recommend it because I found it because I was looking for another mm. movie with Camp in the title, and that came up. I'm like, oh shit, that movie's on. Shane stand. was looking for Camp Rock too. No, it was Camp Rock too. It was Camp. Camp starring Anna Kendrick, a musical. Yeah, but um. I, I watched that like about a, a year ago because I'm doing research for like a, a religious extremist horror movie yeah. and I watched that and oh, that movie's I thought it would be like terrifying. really creepy all the way through but there's this moments where I'm just like, this is so absurd. Like just yeah. watching yeah, 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 watching yeah. these families and their beliefs. and When you're watching the kids, like, have you seen it? No. it's So it's a documentary about a really strongly evangelical Pentecostal church. And in the bush, and, era. and they take they so, send right, okay. yeah, and yeah, they yeah. send the kids to a, like a camp to mm. really find their religious selves, or whatever. And then the and kids are like doing like chanting and crying, crying, yeah. chanting like, and crying, and speaking in tongues, and it's pretty terrifying. Yeah, wow. and then they like, they talk. They mention one point about Harry Potter and how it's evil. And then, I, I uh, yeah, if Harry there's one yeah, family, okay. they, <laughs> yeah, they, all right. should they have like bureau of one family at their home before the camp, and they have a full leather bound copy of like Lord of the Rings on their desk? I'm like, is this for study, or do you just have that ironically? There? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. And then they're yeah. like, Harry Potter. And then she has like, all, the main woman, woman that's running it, she has all these like tools. She's like, oh, kids learn through like visualization. So she has like all these balloons. And then she has like those sticky hands things. And she's like, all right, I'm going to, this is teaching you how bad thoughts stick to your mind, like swearing and all this sin. And you need to remove your sin from your life. And it's just oh, like, you know how they go to the mega church? You know how they go yeah. to the mega church in the end yeah. third of the, the yeah. guy who runs the mega church who does like in the film does a big anti gay speech. He, yeah. he was diddling. Prostitutes, gay prostitutes. Sorry, I yeah. should clarify no. that. As usual, uh, like at this point, it's not surprising. Just, no, it's not. But yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just such an angry watch. Uh, but I recommend it though because it's like really interesting. It's really, it won the Academy Award for Best Documentary when yeah. it won this year. Oh, great. Yeah, right. Have you seen my Scientology movie though? Have no, you, no. Louis, I haven't watched any Louis Thoreau. Everyone keeps telling me to watch a Louis Thoreau, especially if you like mm. David Farrier from Tickle. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like David Farrier better than Louis Thoreau. Okay, but like because uh, he's Kiwi, right? It's that Kiwi accent, it gets you. Sure, he's he's cuter. Yeah, he's <laughs> cuter. he plays for my team, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah. If you want to learn more about Scientology, it, it gets like it, it gets into the point point where like they're being followed during the documentary as well, and they get like like harassed as well. Oh, yeah, right. And then they start Ooh. filming them as well. And they're yeah. like, they're like, why are you filming us? Then we're like, so what happens on the like, Leah Remini show yeah, as well. So yeah, mm. if you want to, they're both on stand as well. So if you want to oh, cool. get on yeah, a quick nice. watch, then yeah, that's what I've been watching. What about you, Shane? Uh, quite a lot. I rewatched oh. Mission Impossible 1, 2, 3, and 4. Oh, I saw my sister has never seen them before. And so I put it on wow. and we, yeah. I was, I was hoping that I could find something good in two. There isn't. There really, uh, and I love Tandy Newton, the but sunglass, there is nothing. The sunglass, there's, there's nothing there's the, good the, in that. The way they use the the face thing at the very end, I nah. really like that. No, nah. it was very obvious. The the fact they make fun of Tom Cruise's stupid fucking grin at the start, <laughs> that was great. I was but, like, um, I agree. Tom I, I, I fucking grin. really love number yeah. one a mm. lot. I love the split diopters they use. There's split one where like the so split cool. the split on the diopter is like right to the far left, and we're trying to figure it out because you can't get. 
uh, every split die up you get is halfway straight through the, the lane, yeah. straight down the middle. And I so think we he would, hit it on like a corner. Of a uh, door or my DP friend Alex, he was suggesting that they cropped in in film, like they shot it on film halfway and yeah, then cropped yeah. in. But I, I don't buy that. I feel like. I feel like they just had, I mean, it's Brian De Palma and Tom Cruise. I feel like he just had one made. But <laughs> yeah. um, I watched a movie called Killer's Kiss, which is Stanley Kubrick's second film. Mm. It's not very good. And it's a very solid proof that even the greatest of the greats were figuring things out at one point or another. Yeah. Ah, so it's, it's a very, very humbling film. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah. not a good, there's a reason why it's a bonus feature to a much better Stanley Kubrick <laughs> movie. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I we watched Bambi for the Disney vs. Disney debates. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I I I realized that's the first Disney movie I saw, and a lot of it I still remember, even though I haven't watched it in like twenty years. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mama's Lion King. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I rewatched yeah. Sword in the Stone, which that was like the tape I wore out watching over and oh, over yeah. again. Mm-hmm. I identified with Merlin at seven years old, and I identify him <laughs> at twenty eight years old, twenty seven years old, twenty seven. Sorry. Um, I watched a documentary called Outrage, which is about a journalist who went and outed a bunch of closeted Republicans, like Fun. just wow. yeah, because yeah. they were all like diddling prostitutes. And stuff like that. It's actually gay like prostitutes. Really, we just want to make that clear. Gay, pros- gay yes, prostitutes. Gay prostitutes. Um, it was actually a really riveting, well-made documentary because I'm doing research for like a uh, a, a spec script about that kind of yeah, thing yeah. happening. But mm. I'm kind of like going to fictionalize a lot and do it big short style where you like acknowledge what is and isn't true yeah, cool. kind of thing. Um, and then I rewatched uh, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl, oh, and I watched yeah, it with yeah. someone who hadn't seen it before, <gasps> and that's an so, oh, someone who hasn't seen it before experience. who is really into cinema, really into cinema. And so just every shot, he's like, oh, 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 dude, have you seen this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just every shot in that movie is perfection. Mm-hmm. So, so beautiful. It's and I, 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 I remembered it was sad. I didn't expect to cry again, but I cried again. <laughs> it's, I mean, how can, can you not? Just the scene, the scene yeah. where he shows of the movie. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it, oh, anyway. Uh, what have I been watching? I'm glad you oh, are, Shane. <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> no, I've, I've only been watching Futurama. Uh, right. I, I, I got a copy of the whole series and because I haven't watched past the movies. Right. Oh, I, wow. I, I, I've, got to, I've got to watch seasons. everything up until oh, the movies okay. so I can watch those new films. I haven't watched the movies. You haven't watched the movies? No, I've just watched the, the series. Did you watch the first five seasons? Yeah. And then did you watch the three seasons afterwards? Oh no! I haven't watched because the they they movies. brought back the sh- uh, the series mm. um, as movies, and those movies were released as a fifth and or sixth season, depending on how you look at the seasons. Right. Okay. Uh, where they split up each movie into four episodes. Sure. Uh, no, sorry, three episodes. I can't remember four I or three. Remember. Yeah. Um, I only ever watched them as movies, and I've se- I saw the movies when they came out, and yeah. shortly after that, they rebooted the franchise, and there were two or three more seasons. Huh. Yeah. And I've only seen one episode of the new seasons, which was the iPhone one. Mm-hmm. Where it was a phone in your eye. Uh, that, that, <laughs> that, that's where Beautiful. the shut up and uh, take my money meme came from. It came right. from that episode. Because okay. uh, I remember when I first saw that meme, I was like, I don't know that episode of Futurama. What is happening right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm going through and uh, I've acquired okay. copies of everything. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm working my way through. I think I'm in to the third season now, mm-hmm. which is, it's good. It's just good stuff. Yeah. Future Armor was yeah, so fucking great. good. Yeah. Simpsons can suck my dick. I need to do what you're doing and just go from beginning to I end. I really did. Yeah, I'd love Futurama. Mm. Um, yeah. It was- and, yeah. and watching Futurama now has made me realize how much worse Disenchantment was. Because when I watched Disenchantment, <laughs> I really liked it, but I was like, oh, it's, it's not quite at that level. Yeah. But it, it was definitely more Futurama than it was Simpsons. But now I'm watching the Futurama. I'm like, oh, no, nah, Disenchantment. You're, you're not Futurama. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> you were good. I love Abby, but yeah. still. So casting, what is it? What is this word that I keep saying? It's a magic casting. spell and you need to enact that magic spell on right. the rest of it's the world. It's a D&D thing, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, ro- ro- roll D20 for... Roll for initiative one. <laughs> I've never played a game of D and D. Yeah, no, so. likewise. So that's uh, you guys are both real lame. You should come over sometime. <laughs> okay. Zane can be the DM. It'll be yeah. great. <laughs> he doesn't have a choice in the thing. It's uh, just you. But yeah, casting, movie casting, movie well, casting. According to Steven Spielberg, uh, who is technically a relative of mine, <laughs> it's a stretch. Drew Barrymore is like my, if you say great seventh, like sorry, she, she's my seventh cousin. And then her godfather is Steven Spielberg. Do cousins even so. count after two? Yes. You could fuck yeah. Drew Barrymore, have a kid, and it wouldn't even be that wrong. This no, is- it wouldn't be at all. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, all right, they guess they did that. That's cool. I mean, Drew Barrymore it, it might happened. be a little confused. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I know, but Spielberg said uh, 90% of directing is casting. No, absolutely. And I completely mm-hmm. agree with that. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't write it in my notes because I'm a dickhead, but do you guys know about the history of casting, how it used to work? Wait, how, no? Like, no, pr- not how, necessarily. You, you know this. You've learned this in film history oh, sure. about how uh, pretty much casting was everything. Your film was its stars. So I mean, how has that changed? Yeah, it's going to say <laughs> yeah. that's eh, not much different. You can, you can kick Johnny Depp off Pirates of the Caribbean and no one really cares anymore. I don't think, but I, I think no one cares about that franchise anymore. Yeah, that's yeah. also true. I think 90% of his work is just his stunt double anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah unless true. it's like Very the super close-up. Yeah, just that one close-up. Yeah. But like slightly to the right, so you don't mm. think, see the thing in his ear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the earpiece. Be Otherwise cool. that's more CGI budget. Uh. or. Uh, so yeah, what what what's the importance of casting? Well, like we harp on about the camera, but the audience's first port of call with a movie is the actors. Mm, yeah. Unless you're doing like a Terrence Malick movie, I guess, because it's just nature porn. But then you cast <laughs> the trees. Yes, you cast the trees <laughs> very carefully. <laughs> this one's such a diva; it only wants to blow that direction, you know. Um, but like the the actors are like the window into the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you if you're dealing with narrative stuff. They're the first port of call, yeah. you know. Yeah, absolutely. And they can make and break your story as well. Yeah, like, bad actors can ruin a great script. And, <laughs> and good actors, as you've noticed can recently, elevate. Shane, can elevate a, a script. Yes, wait. Uh, 48 Hour. I'm trying to remember. What did I the do? The actress oh, we sorry, specifically yes, spoke yes, about yes, recently. Yes, 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 yes. Really good actress yeah. who it was, the script was not great, but she was brilliant in it. And I was like, I want to work with you. <laughs> so uh, what, what is the casting process these days i'm talking like hollywood and at our level guys because we've all involved in casting recently you had uh yeah. this is this is christmas yeah What's it called? is that what yeah, it's, it's, it's christmas. christmas it's christmas yeah um I you think specifically cast gary sweet in that so yeah cool. just because it was gary sweet and we could we just we thought it would be a funny idea if we got like a i don't want to offend him but it's, maybe he'll see this um <laughs> we'll like a him. b grade Australian celebrity sort of thing in it. Yeah. And we were looking at like dad characters and like Gary Sweet would be amazing. Like, yeah, cool. Send an email. And then to get a response, it was like, oh shit. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. It's that yeah, easy. No, it's yours. Yeah, I'm, I'm not auditioning anyone else. <laughs> well, I, I told you Shane about how um one of the grad films going through our uh, course was this fucking close to getting a Hamish and Andy. They were keen. They were f- cool to do it for free. It was just, uh, they wanted uh, their, um, uh, to pay for like hotels and that, yeah, yeah, yeah. and fly them up. Yeah, but unfortunately there was a scheduling conflict, right. so he completely abandoned the idea. And I was like, "Dickhead, I would reschedule. If you have Hamish and Andy keen to be in your film, ridiculous. You reschedule your film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A part of also, I was just gonna say, a part of the importance of casting is also mm. it's not just the what's on the frame. A big part of it I've found is 
being behind the scenes. Absolutely, yeah. um, People Mm. can make the process very, very difficult when you don't have good actors. Um, And there's a great, what is it, Neil Gaiman, he talks about it in terms of writing, but it's a really Mm. great uh, thing. It's like you can either be really talented, you can do your work on time, so be really efficient, or you can be a decent human being. And the great part is you don't have to be all three. Um, People will tolerate you being an arsehole if you do good work and you do it on time. Uh, then they say he says, uh, and people tolerate if your work's not great, if you're really lovely to be with, and you and you're always saying yeah. you're working on time, that kind of thing. Oh, there's a really there's a better Zane has it, although I think he got it from someone else. It's like a it's the shit cunt rule. Mm. You can be shit <laughs> or you can be a cunt, but you can't be a shit cunt. Yeah. So I do want to say that this is Australia, and it is our God given right to be a shit cunt. <laughs> but is it, it is a shit cunt our- and then a shit cunt? <laughs> oh, good point. Yeah, yeah, when you say it like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what else about the the process these days? Like, how do big movies choose their well, actors? I think they're usually assigned by the studio, aren't they? I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just agents. It's a number game. Just, sometimes it's done before the script's even written. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. We need a script for Mary yeah, Curie. Basically. Why is that the person? Mary Curie. <laughs> yeah, she's actors. one of the greatest actors we've ever had. Yeah. Mary Curie. <laughs> she might have died of radioactiveness years ago because she was a scientist think, and not an actor. I think still. on like our level, it's more of a cattle call yeah, yeah. than mm-hmm. anything. It's like, it's, I just want anyone that's going to come and give me <laughs> yeah. something different. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, yeah. just anyone that will audition. Um, <laughs> I know with some of the bigger stuff, and especially if you like doing that thing where you pre-sell a film that hasn't been made yet to a bunch of markets, they have a list. There's a list yeah. and determining who, and like at the top of the list currently, Nick Cage and like Keanu Reeves travel well overseas. Like yeah. they travel really well in yeah. Europe. They travel really well in Japan. Yeah. And so that's why you're seeing Nick Cage in literally everything that's getting released at the <laughs> oh moment. God. But they're never the A-list stuff. They're all like the B-list yeah. things because he travels really well mm. for international markets. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. when you apparently when you go to those film markets that are attached to the film festivals, that's like all that talk is. So like I know a film tried to cast, I was listening to a podcast, The Movie Crypt, and they were trying mm-hmm. to cast yeah. a movie. They had Martin Freeman in, saying, yes, I'll do this film. But- Martin Freeman is not very high on that list, despite being in one of the biggest trilogy, like highest earning yeah. trilogies. Yeah. yeah, because the star of The Hobbit is not Martin Freeman. The star of The Hobbit is The Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. And Peter Jackson is arguably more of a, a, a cash grab than Martin Freeman yeah. in terms of that. So then, that's a really interesting. It's funny because Martin depressing Freeman, thing. Martin Freeman was in the feature film Cargo that was based on that short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's good enough for Australian casting. Yeah, the Australian, Australian list is different to yeah. everywhere else. Oh, yes. obviously, totally. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, with, with, with my own stuff, I like love and hate auditions equal. I, I agree with you. Yeah, because yeah. like the ideal version of the process is a really fun one where you get to see a bunch of people when they do some cool things and you can meet some new people. You see friends do something that you've never seen them do before. Yeah. And like yeah, those said, things you made me do Shane, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, like you, and that's the other thing you want, like heaps of people to apply. Totally. Yeah. Stuff, but they rarely do. <laughs> I, I, I don't like auditioning friends. Yeah. Oh, really? It, it's yeah. Awkward. It's, mm. it, can become uncomfortable very quickly. Well, I usually, if it's <laughs> friends, so I'm usually, shit. yeah, I'm usually precasting anyway. And these days, I'm trying to precast more, which is a terrible thing to yeah. do because you want to open up your circle of people. Totally. But like, there's nothing worse than you've set up 30 auditions and you're waiting there and like six show don't late. show up. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, what's the fuck? Not even point? that. Like, you can have all 30 show up, but all 30 are utter trash. Yeah. And just yeah. like, yeah. I, I'm back, to, back to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever had that problem yet, but yeah. yeah. I, I usually like precast, but still hold auditions in case 
I find something special. See, but is that not a dick move to do to the people who you're auditioning? Because their chances of getting it are so infinitesimally less. Sharnay's got it twice and I've never intended to cast her. Oh, okay. Well, I, there you go. Always, I'm like, I'm not casting her this time. And then she comes in. I'm like, yeah. fuck, she's perfect again. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. She's great. Um, how do you guys, like, so, I mean, like, I know we kind of. Yeah, I know. We'll circle back through the points, but how do you guys, like, cast, like, a scene? So say, like, a main character. Because mm. I do some, I do some. My process has changed. Initially, I'd just give them a scene from the movie. Yeah. But I find you get a lot of fatigue on that scene, especially change, then when it comes to shooting it. Yeah. Do I you just, get that? Just change um, it depending on um, who I'm casting for and what film I'm working on as well. So, like, my other film, like, I did I did sides from the script, obviously. Like, so that did all um, that run through. But I also just sat down and talked to them a lot as well. Like, really. In the audition? Just, yeah. Like, really. Like, okay. it depends if, if yeah. or more for callbacks, not really like the first audition, but it was, yeah. it was a callback. I really sat down and talked to them, got them to sort of investigate what their thoughts were on the character and what they were trying to achieve. Mm. And, like, just mm. that really opened up a lot of um, dialogue there. Bring it yeah. up. So, yeah. See, for me, and it's mainly because I write like buddy type stuff. Mm. Uh, I need everything I need is chemistry. Do you first yeah, auditions yeah. together. Like, do you automatic? Because I've considered doing that, but then the organizational skill it you is. need for that is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I put cut. it on tape. I'll cut them together, which is literally <laughs> what I did for my last film. Oh, oh really? That's yeah. Great. I cut. I cut. I cut because people. We did callbacks. We actually did callbacks, but people couldn't call back together. Yeah. So I literally just had them call back. So they audition. So what I usually do is I get them to audition with a scene. These days, it's a very Hollywood thing where they get an unrelated script, like uh, not the movie that you're doing, but something of a similar yeah, tone. Yeah. 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 So like for, for my short, His Guy Thursday, I literally took a bit from His Girl Friday <laughs> and then oh, put great. it in because I needed to know they could do that old timey sort of sound. But um, our callbacks, they couldn't call back together. So I just filmed them reading a scene from my movie. So the callback was with the scene from the movie. The audition was not. Um, mm. And then I just edited the callback together to make a scene to see if they just sounded right together. Right. So, cool. it, you know, it's a bit of a stretch because actors work better, like, in the same room, but... Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know Drew Goddard writes, so uh, he, Cabin in the Woods, Bad mm. Times at the El Royale, he writes whole scenes f- with those characters because he usually writes his own scripts and just just for the audition. He just writes whole yeah, scenes right. for the audition for yeah, them to great. do. So, yeah. Because that, that was what I had uh, contemplating and doing with um, pizza. But then uh, there was too much pre-production. I was like, nah, fuck that. Let's just do a scene from the thing. Uh, I'm pretty sure you, Kyle, did we actually audition you or did we just bring you in for callbacks? No. Uh, you were, it was a process where you like auditioned a bunch of people and you're like, God damn it. They all sucked. They all sucked. <laughs> and then you're like, I really want Kyle. Like, well, yeah, because there were, there, were there were two actors that I specifically wanted. It was either Mansour or Noor, who's been on the podcast. Uh, uh, Podcast, podcast episode before. four, or yeah, or um, or Carl because I'd loved your work on yeah, uh, Friends, Friends of Atticus, and yeah, I'd seen your stuff before, and I was like, these are the two I want. If I can get someone like that, I'm fine. Uh, but Des had worked with you in the <laughs> past or something. Yeah, right? I can't remember what, but he, he <laughs> but yeah, reached, yeah, he reached out and was like, hey, and I was like, uh, sure, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so from and like after we did the um first audition, I was like, well, yeah, that's obviously exactly what I needed. Fantastic. Yeah. Let's do callbacks, yeah. but just with him. Uh, when we did um when I did L, uh, L plates, it was hard because we had such a small period of time between auditions and shooting. We didn't have time to do callbacks, so the casting process essentially went on. These two actors I already know have great chemistry. I've seen them work together yeah, before. Yeah. 
they're both really good. I'll get those two instead of these two, which I don't know, which I've never seen before. They could be great together, but I don't want to risk it. Don't want to risk it, yeah. Everything for me is with chemistry. With my last short, it wasn't even auditions. I just had dinner with them. I just invited them to dinner and yep. I just saw them. Oh, yeah, and I but was you like, like pre nah, That was fuck. also like a precast. <laughs> yeah, that, that was yeah, kind yeah. of a precasting. There were, I, I knew exactly the female actress I wanted. I didn't know about the actor. Mm. So I like invited a few actors along and saw what happened. When you're, when you're in, when you guys are in the, like doing the cattle call casting thing with strangers, <laughs> do you have any like things you do in the room specifically? Because I have a couple of like, I want to know if it's weird that I do these You stand things. on the table and make a big- Assert your dominance. Yeah, assert your dominance. <laughs> make yourself seem well, real like, big like and scared. Do you get like, like the, 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 the basic process is you get them in, they read the scene. Even if the scene reading is really great, you give them direction to see if they can take it. Yeah, that, that's a classic That's like one. the go-to one. I did a little thing. I, when I did Red Curtain Hell, I, I got it stuck in the idea that I- so you know how like there's a table and you usually have someone on the camera, someone reading and, yeah. and yourself. And so what I did was I sat on the, the right of the table. So I didn't, I didn't sit at, in the middle of the table specifically because no, no. So this is my logic. It's really <laughs> artsy in the corner. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. Oh, I sat at the side, I, I sat at the side of the yeah. table where the reader would sit no. so that, cause when people come in, they would instantly assume the middle person would be me because it was usually it was Pat. It was usually a gentleman. Um, they would assume it would be me, and I like the idea. And this was the thinking behind it was that they're paying attention to the room, and so they will look or they will ask as opposed to just assuming something because then they haven't gone and like pre-planned everything they're going to do in the audition, mm, including yeah. how they take direction. Because you want them to be present. Yeah, that's like that's the so whole they walk thing into of the acting. Room, no one's in the middle. They freak the fuck <laughs> out. They're like, there well, is no director well, there. Yeah, if there's no one in the middle, they're obviously going to go with the person who's not on the camera. But I just, and that was one of my weird little thinkings, but it kind of proved to be pretty good because nice. I didn't cast the ones. <laughs> yeah. Because they, and then when they did the reading and stuff, they clearly weren't like there. They just plotted yeah. their day out, which I found really weird. Kyle, as an actor, uh, what sort of weird shit is? Well, like it, I can't, uh, the whole casting process now is confusing, particularly in like corporate. Yeah. Like commercials and stuff like that. I have no idea how to work that in, to my advantage. Isn't it just like no. they just want a very specific thing and if you're not that by like well, there's yeah. enough. I think so, yeah. But there was like one that I went for that was like um, needs to look nerdy, really into video games. And I'll exaggerate a little bit, but like, you know, wears a grey shirt, beige pants, <laughs> has glasses, brown hair, about five, six. Name um, do comedy. Name's Carl McCallion. <laughs> oh, great. You're fantastic. No, not you. Get out. <laughs> like, and goes for something completely opposite. So I really can't. It's because they don't know what they want. I, I, no. And then one I just got recently, I uh, went for, I was like, I didn't give a shit about it because I was like, there's no way I'm getting this. And then it's like, oh, congratulations. I was like. What the fuck <laughs> is going no on? no rhyme or reason Like to some it. adventurer thing for like flight center, but like I'm the whitest guy you've ever met and <laughs> I don't go outside for anything. So like I just, I don't, yeah, I don't understand it, but like sure, pay me money. That's fine. I'll take it. <laughs> the, the, the fav- my favorite casting I've ever gotten. And this was because like my old agent, I didn't like them. They were only getting me extra work. Mm. The only, they only ever gave me three auditions. Two of them were open auditions that clearly didn't suit oh. me. But the other one, I, they were like, yep, it's an audition. It's for a police training video. Here you go. I rocked up. There's just a bunch of Asian and Middle Eastern people in no. me. Oh, wow. And I'm like, Wait. okay. Yeah. 
cool. So I prepared a monologue. They didn't tell me what to prepare. And uh, the people were there and they're like, sweet. And they all just started talking like, all right, cool. We shoot, uh, we start shooting in a week. So Chancellor, we'll meet you there. You're the lead. And I was like, wait, what, the, what, 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 sorry, what? And they're like, oh, and I was like, I've got, I've got, I've got a monologue. And they're like, no, 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 you're already cast. We just needed someone really white and really, because it, it was, <laughs> it yes. was a police training video for Islamic terrorism, but they specifically wanted to oh draw away from the racial stereotyping Jesus. and it's the actions of the person you have to look out for. So they had this really white so pasty guy. be the terrorist. Be the Islamic terrorist. <gasps> have and you told this story to Mansour? He would love this. <laughs> uh, it, it, it was really great because I know a lot of police people who, are doing police work now. Mm. And they get and trained with your video. They, I get so many pictures of Chancellor, Thanks. why are you blowing up Central Station? <laughs> My little That's sister was arrested once and she was sitting there freaking the fuck out. Like, oh, they're all talking. And then one of the people had me. <laughs> on their screen and she was like, what the fuck? That's my brother. And they were like, what? I thought they just got police people to do this. What? And then they all started bonding over the fact that I'm an Islamic terrorist. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh that's, that is a really great story. <laughs> it's still the best job I've ever had. <laughs> Yay. I mean, to be fair, like I'm the other open auditions. I'm not nearly a farmer. I'm not grizzled. Mm. I'm not an explorer. I see. Yeah, I stopped going to like open, open auditions. auditions. Smart man. Yeah. See, that was all they sent me. What's like, for, so for like fiction, non-corporate world stuff, what's like the weirdest or worst thing that someone has asked you in, or, or like, had you do like, what's like the worst piece of direction you've gotten in a, in a room? I love hearing these stories. <laughs> worst piece of direction. Um, like the, do it while like you're climbing a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> is that a real piece of? Yes, it is. Oh my God. Yeah. That, yeah that's, that's a, that's a, that a couple one, of times. Yeah. And, I think the idea for them is like to be sort of out of breath or something like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know I, what I know it's essentially going for, but it's like. To see if you can take direction. So they're like, what's a weird direction we can give them? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I've just been told to improv some, some weird mm. shit before and it just gets out of hand and it's not anything to do with whatever's the script's about. And you're like, what was the. Just smile and wave. Like you just go. Yeah, with it. That's pretty much it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm a I dancing think, monkey, and I will dance for you. Yeah, that's no worries. <laughs> Give me the chance. What about, what about, I know I have a story on when I was casting Red Curtain Hell because people had to be like bad actors with like the characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got them. I got them. A, I got them to prepare a Shakespeare thing. Right. But just to make sure that they weren't actually bad actors, they had to do it twice. They had to do it once properly, like, yep. and then the second time as a bad actor. Yep. It was really interesting to see the different interpretations of what that meant. It's also a great extra on the DVD and on Vimeo on demand. <laughs> Uh, like to, uh, do it later. We'll do it later. Um, <laughs> but I, one guy came in and he did. Um, uh, Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? The the, the sonnet, yeah, yeah, which is fine. Um, and, but he did it. It was like monotone, and because I normally I asked for the bad one first, mm. and so he did it like dead set. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Ba-da, ba-da, ba-da. Like it was, it was very painful. But I'm like, okay, that's his version of bad. Okay, can we see the good one now? It was the, he delivered it the exact. I was just going to say, have you ever have, the did you exact have that? Yeah, same yeah. way? Awesome. And I was like, <laughs> oh no, ouch! Your and, cast, and I had to sit through the whole <laughs> yeah. soliloquy again. <laughs> that was not not fun. I had a guy like the most recent short film. He came in and he was like, um, it's a screwball comedy, an American screwball comedy. But he was like, oh, I have this this British accent. I really mm. want to try. I'm like, oh, okay, sure, Let's give it a go, and he did it, and it was like, like 
like Bert in Mary Poppins is better. <laughs> like this was so bad. And I was like, as my next, I was like, okay, can we do it again without the accent? Yep. That's cool. Just without yeah. it. Not at all. I've <laughs> done a bunch of like chemistry auditions mm. where you've gone, I've got 10 people that are so much better than the person that you've cast. Yeah. But it's that like, I can't say anything because yeah because i'm an actor <laughs> because i'm an actor but like i know that if i suggested any of these people your film would be like just 10 times better than what they've got it's just yeah, yeah. any like horribly uncomfortable chemistry reads oh yeah we like the, where like yeah. the scene partners just going like all out or something i think like almost sometimes particularly in casting um the most important person in the room is the reader yeah yeah because oh, if, yeah. You, if you're oh, as an actor if you've got a bad reader you've got nothing to work with and usually it's just like the first AD or someone that's doing the reading. You're like, I saw a sketch about this. And like the reader's like, oh no, <laughs> mm. yeah, we have to run. Yeah. There's a bomb. And you like yeah. got to react to that. Th- that's why I, I had an audition for a um, Knifer short film. Uh, and they specifically brought an actress from the acting school to read against me. And I'm like, oh, thank God. This yeah, is great. Be great. And it was the most uncomfortable, worst reading I'd ever had. And, and you're like, in like, your training? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, what? Ever since then, I've had a real thing against, I'm like, ooh, trained at NIFA. It's it's weird. Like, yeah, there's certain <laughs> film schools now that I'm like, trained. You just, yeah, you like, you yeah. keep note of them uh, because it's con- pretty consistent. Just don't go to them. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, I'm going to bring up my notes because we, 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 we went on like a whole tangent. What are we some through. examples of good casting in Hollywood? Why is this? Is that, that's your Yeah, next that's point? my next one. Look, my next... screen turns off. You got a nice little iPad thing, <laughs> whatever. Budget iPad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, what are some good examples of casting in uh, Hollywood in particular? I mean, Downey so, Jr. in Iron Man was like literally the first one that came yeah. to mind. Yeah. yeah. It was so perfect. Not because, like, not just because. It's a great performance for him. It plays to his strengths. Also, the meta text level of it mm. was perfect. We, and yeah. the fact they so played that off. into the movie. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the American cheeseburger. Yep. It's weird that these days the outside of the movie kind of has to almost be a part of the narrative as well. Yeah. Like like the Revenant. It's like you know Leonardo. <laughs> this is his. He's going to get the Oscar for this one. Mm. He ate a, a, an ox heart or whatever the hell it yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey in The Grinch. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. anyone else would not have been a strong enough performer to push through that makeup to come through in the way that he did. I think that's the same with uh, Jim Carrey in The Mask. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, if you have seen Son of the Mask, oh. <laughs> oh, Jamie Kennedy does not bring that level of performance. Yeah. I feel like Jamie Kennedy couldn't do that without the makeup as well. No, no. yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, what have I got? Louise Fletcher as Nurse Ratched in Cuckoo's Nest. She Ooh. makes that fucking movie. She doesn't even She doesn't even do that much. She yep. just yep. has a presence. Just that intimidating presence. Uh, yeah. Maya Taylor in Tangerine. That's like an, yep. un, that's like, again, it's that meta thing. That was her own story. She was a transgender sex yep. worker on Santa Monica. And, but it was combined. She's actually like a really fucking good actor too. Yeah. And they combine in this weird chemistry. And you can tell, I don't love, um, I can't remember her name, Katana Kiki Rodriguez, the other actress in it, the, the, the lead one who plays Cinderella. She, she's not as, she hasn't got as much of a craft to it. And so it's a little like, you know, Maya Taylor kind of steals that movie. Uh, and Christoph Waltz and Inglourious Bastards. Oh, yeah. The entire movie, doesn't matter how good any of those actors around, if Christoph Waltz didn't work, the whole movie wouldn't work. And he no. knew that when he was casting, he went through so many people yeah. to find that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what do you? Um, I'm trying to think of his Harrison Ford as Han Solo. <laughs> really? That was that was literally he was there to be a table reader, 
and he was just reading it for them. Yeah. And, and, and like the, the more and more like, things they went through, it's like casting you're choice as opposed to another random hunky dude with a deep voice. It worked for that role. It, it, like, he is Han Solo. And, and granted, I think Aldrich Aaron Dricker-Burke. Alden Aaron Rye. That guy. He 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 was a great... I think that's also great casting on their on their behalf. It's just, you know... Would the for a so simple. <laughs> that's all I can think of him when I see him is that scene. Would the twer. Would the twer. Um... I've got uh, Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs. Oh, absolutely. That actor has 12 minutes of screen time and he steals the fucking movie and wins the Oscar for it. You know, <laughs> like, that's that's some hella casting right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, or even following through Matt Spickerson's own portrayal of the character as well yeah. on Hannibal. Yeah. I think it's really interesting that. seeing when they cast Actually, actors yeah, just to take over. I've just watching that, sorry. <laughs> yeah. oh, boy, when, yeah, they, when they cast actors to take over iconic roles, yeah. that's like yeah. Bond is a very interesting yeah. one. Yeah. And you end up with that, well, who's your favourite Bond? Like that's like a conversation that exists. C- yeah. Because each Bond is different, just like each Doctor Who is different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's funny how they're recasting Batman now as well. I, f- I find that hilarious. <laughs> um, Charlize Theron in Monster. And apparently everyone was like, what the fuck? She's a supermodel. What the hell? This is going to be a dumb, dumb casting thing. Hmm. Wins the Oscar. And it's like a fucking great performance, too. Uh, Heath Ledger in the uh, Heath Ledger in in the Dark Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everyone, well, yeah. everyone hated on that. They were like, yeah. Heath, 10 things I hate about you. What yeah. the yeah. fuck? They were so mad. Yeah. What a change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, love, I love casting. Like, I love unexpected casting, but they mm. don't do it that often because they want to cast... Yeah, exactly. Safe. Well, and and, and when it Morrison works, it really works. Mm. But when mm. it doesn't, yeah. Vigo mm. Vigo Morrison and as Aragon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That that was another recast sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Or um uh, what's it? Back to the Future is yeah. the iconic recasting. Yeah. 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 I can't even imagine. There's actually a spec script called Michael J. Fox Must Die, and it's about the actor who got kicked off he finds a time machine to go back and murder Michael J. Fox so he can get the iconic role and become as famous as Michael J. Fox Um, Bruce Campbell Uh, Bruce Campbell in anything anything Bruce Campbell as Coach Boom in Sky High oh my god yes in fact sidekick Kurt Russell Kurt Russell in everything Kurt Russell's been in yeah perfect every time Rockwell in everything yes oh my god have you seen the trailer for Fosse Verdon no dude it's it's basically uh, Rockwell dancing the TV show. Fantastic. It's, spelled, it's a biopic that's, that's of Bob Fosse. Biopic <laughs> of Bob Fosse. So let me invest. I feel yeah. like, <laughs> like that's every, shut up and take my money. Every yeah. Sam Rockwell movie is Sam Rockwell dancing. He did not dance yeah. in Vice. Thank you. And, and I was Vice really is not appointed. Vice, Vice is not a very good movie. So that must be why. Uh, must yeah. be why. Because like, uh-huh. I've never seen a Sam Rockwell movie I didn't like, but because he's always dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Charlie's Angels. Um, three Billboards. Charlie's Angels is very underrated. Mr. Right. Mr. Mr. Wright. Mr. Wright. Yeah. Yeah. When I first just, heard the pitch the musical, of Mr. Wright, I was like, well, you've got to get Sam Rockwell. <laughs> mm. You've got a dancing assassin. That's Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Yeah. What are some examples of good casting your own work? Ooh. Well, I think all of my... One thing I pride myself on is my casting. Do you have a favourite? <laughs> Pick it now in front of someone you have cast. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, yeah, probably. You pizza. made these notes and I was like... <laughs> I'm not going to, like, for the bad ones, I'm like, I'm not going to fucking name names. Yeah, don't name them, but you can talk about them. <laughs> uh, for uh, me, Danny Hahn in Red Curtain Hell yeah, is, like, an absolutely. easy Who cast that, choice. by the way? Just remind you me. You recommended it to yes, me. Yes, I did. Like, two of these are your recommendations. Um, oh, are they? Danny Hahn came in and her... She so like I got them to do Shakespeare. She did really good dramatic Shakespeare, really it's the best bad Shakespeare I've ever seen. And then it was a co- like if I liked them enough, I'd mm. get them to cold read a scene from the movie, but it wasn't planned. So it was totally cold read. Her cold read was screen ready. Yeah. I was like, 
when I, we, I, I don't need to call back this role. When we had first read the script, which was two years before you went into production in that first table read, I was reading going, fuck, this is Danny. This character is Danny. It can't be anyone else. Yeah. And then I had this whole elaborate fucking plan where I knew Danny was coming to audition. I'd convinced her. I was like, you got to audition for this part. It's perfect for you. And then <laughs> after she had auditioned, I would text Shane and be like, oh yeah. Hey man, uh, did someone call Danny audition? For, you know, she's real good. I think she's real good. That way it doesn't seem like, you know, I've set this whole thing up, but unfortunately I texted a day early and you're like, no, no, Danny came in an audition today. And I was like, yeah. what? No, no. And you're like, oh, wait, it's tomorrow. And I was like, fuck. Um, My whole devious plan is Another ruined. one I really love was Tamara McLaughlin, who she was in It's Christmas. She was in, I did yeah, a yeah. trot fest film called Three Bears. Yeah. And she's mm-hmm. like, because uh, I was like cobbling this cast together because I didn't have a lot of time to shoot it and everything like that. It was literally just grabbing everything. And what I really love, what I love about what Tamara does is she'll make a, a choice that's so unexpected you never plan for it and yet you're like oh it's the perfect choice yeah for the thing like uh, the character was like meant to be sort of like a because it's like she's in in an orgy and like the character's like how many people does it take to make an orgy and it's meant to be a more intellectual thing she played it like the dumb blonde it was the best (laughs) choice ever it's ridiculous so much fun i I really want to work with tamara yeah someday i'm I'm currently writing something for her she constantly surprises me every time (laughs) we bring on to set it's like something different you're like oh my god all all those actors workshop people yeah i've never Mm. had a bad experience with one of them they're no, no, I agree with you there. So, so sad that that kind of went under. Cause, yeah, yeah, same. Even though I went to like the rival film school and it's always hilarious because like you talk to people from Actors Conservatory and they're like, oh yeah, nah. Except we're better than Actors Workshop. And Actors Workshop people are always like, yeah, nah. But we're better than Actors Conservatory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I will agree. Yeah, no, I've never had a bad experience with an Actors Workshop person. And mm. also Mungo works worked there. So, you know. <laughs> I didn't study there. I no, love no, Mungo. Neither did I, oh I my god! Yeah. And then my last one is Leilani. In, yes, uh, where yeah. on earth is Cameron? Set of keys, though. She had to play like a manic pixie meadow girl, uh, <laughs> was kind of I guess the archetype we were working with. And she's again, it's those actors that just they'll come in and they'll just they. It's got to be in, like, is it instinct or is it craft or like? Oh, I've got it's no got to be a mixture of the two. They just come in and they make well, a choice. Leilani was one because uh, I only know of her because I was editing the showreels at the at the acting school I worked at, and she was the one actress where literally from day one the stuff we shot was perfect. Yeah, and I was like, who who is this? Why is she so good? This is yeah. not fair. And yeah. yeah, I had to I had to get her in on something. So yeah, you're yeah. welcome. <laughs> What about you, Josh? I was just going to mention uh, Brooke Masters for my film. Yes. Mm. Um, this is actually... And did you have to, yeah, you, this was the one you had that like hunt for. I Well, it was like it pretty much I rewrote the script because I was like trying to cast the second male actor for the role and it just wasn't working. Like I was just going through auditions. I'm just like, none of you are reading to the part, right? That none of them are preparing correctly. There's just nothing that's mm. working. And I just like, right, I'm just going to rewrite the script to change gender let's just like rework it and it fits so much better script wise like i was happier like with the reading and then like brooke came in and then she just nailed it and then this was her first short film like my one and she comes from a theater background and she just brought, really she's like a secret weapon yeah I swear. yeah, yeah, wow. she, yeah she's, she's really she's brought great. it she's great um i all my actors on that film were actually really great they're very we're all very open collaborative um we workshopped a lot together but brooke was just like so on point and mm. took direction so well and it's just so humble and great and I just want to work with her again. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So. I actually like theater actors a bit more than like the yeah. exclusively film actors, which is a mm. terrible thing to say, yeah. but because we were always taught in film school. I think we talked about this in our film school episode. Yeah. Like the teacher who ran the directing actors class, she was a piece of crap. <laughs> um 
but she was like, oh, don't go with theater actors. They always overact. They'll always overact. They and I'm like, down, no. <laughs> well, like you said, it's always easier yeah. to bring it down than it yeah. is to push someone totally. past yeah. it. But yeah, on absolutely. top of that, theater actors can hit their marks every fucking time <laughs> yeah. and they can repeat a take. Yeah. If you fucked up focus or something like that, they can repeat a take. Whereas film actors kind of have this like, like the ones who are like, I don't do theater. Theater's like, the, like theater's beneath them. Like you can see just this like parabola of like, there's like the good performance and it's just like catapults down into <laughs> shit. And I'm at that point where I want to do theater. I'm like, give me theater, please yeah. stick on. Yeah. 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 Something yeah. different. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I still think, because like I, all of my films, excellently cast, I'm amazing. Um, but no, I do think that finding you and Shanae together in Pizza Deliverance, that was... That was amazing because uh, yeah. Shanae was one who didn't actually come and audition for it. She was the one that we just brought in for uh, callbacks because there was something missing from the things. And she actually did a table read when we first uh, workshopping mm. the script and she table read for the character. And I, I just realized it's like there was something she brought in that table read. Fuck. So when <laughs> we were doing the uh, callbacks, I was trying to like sneaky, sneaky on star. Now you're able to see the people who have looked at your thing mm. and you can invite one. Yeah. Yeah. And she was, she had shown up and I was like, sweet, I'll invite her. I'll act like I haven't done anything. And then she ended up messaging me going, oh yeah, I haven't got a paid subscription to Star Now anymore. So it won't let me actually apply, but it, I'd love to come on audition. And I was like, oh yeah, cool. No, that'd be nice. I mean, I don't know, but and, yeah, sure. Come and, on, yeah. Why he'd not? reckon hell the Tom, the lighting guy. Cause we, we did, I did the table read before I even cast it. And Sam, yeah, I Piaggio, that. Sam Piaggio just read it And it was just like, it was exactly how I heard it. I was like, it's perfect. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not casting this role ever. You've got it. Like, yeah. 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 There's just nice. a, there's a couple of roles like that. You're yeah. like, there's no other yeah, option. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> What are some examples of bad casting in Hollywood? The one that this? always strikes me, and that's just because I couldn't get through the movie because of it. Valerian and the City Valerian of a Thousand Planets. and the City of a Thousand Planets. Uh, I, uh, this is literally the first on my list because I feel like I should have liked that movie more, but Dane DeHaan was the worst. Carol Delvine is not great, but she's not terrible. But no. Dane DeHaan is the worst choice for that role. And he can do great fucking he work. He is a great a actor. A wellness, phenomenal. I, I love him in Chronicle. But I'm like, you know what? He isn't a Han Solo type. No, no. And it's like. <laughs> I didn't even watch that. Seen, no, no it's, a, I, I, it's a very beautiful movie. It's, yeah. it's on, it's on stand. stand. I was working at the, like yeah, I was working at the cinema when that came out and I just went in with sneak peeks and I was like, this is trash. <laughs> there, is, <laughs> there is an opening scene with Dane DeHaan where he's just, they're like just bringing up all the women he is fucked. And he just seems so tired. <laughs> like, I've got some sort of disease. I'm just fucking everyone. And they're trying to give him like really witty banter. Yeah. Is the end scene them talking about like how they love each other? Uh, yeah. I and then they, they get, get to together the and they're like kissing and fucking. It's basically like the end of the fifth it's element. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. they are, And their, <laughs> their chemistry between each other is not good. No, it's awful. No. That would be so uncomfortable walking on like, a Dandahan. Oh. God. Fucking Cara Delevingne every time, just like oh god, uh, sorry. Guys. Me, Emma Watson in Beauty and the Beast was another one that I just yeah. could not tolerate. Yeah. There was a thousand better options for that role, and she couldn't sing. Fine, you know, Emma Emma Stone wasn't the best singer for La La Land, but she nailed the role. Like, yeah, just mm. I've got uh, all racist casting, specifically <laughs> yeah. Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's. He ruined that movie is phenomenal, and he ruins it. I was so thoroughly. I was watching a I think on YouTube about dialects yeah. the other yeah. day and they were just going through like uh, actors that have played like foreign accents and stuff like that. And, and this one came up and his reaction, the guy's reaction was just like, why the f did this even happen? <laughs> yeah. And then just moved straight on. Like that's all <laughs> yeah. they wanted. Yeah. That's all they needed for yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Who the f let this happen. Um, Jack Black in King Kong. 
Now I like because I was googling worst casting choices, and that kept coming up. Like. No, no I think that was all right. Yeah. No, Jack Black is so of his time, and you could see he was trying. He was trying hard, and I can. Uh, I he's I, not I go, an actor. Hey. He's a musician turned comedian. Yeah. yeah, but it was it was poor casting. It he did not suit the time period. The way he speaks doesn't work. It was mm. you're wrong. Russell Crowe in Les Mis. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jared Leto in anything. Uh, maybe with Requiem, we might give him a pass for. He's fine. Uh, yeah, I, I really like Requiem. Uh, but when I was doing these lists and people like doing worst casting choices and one that kept coming up, actually, it's really funny. Batfleck was boasted on the best and worst casting choices. In, like <laughs> list. I consistently found him on both lists and I'm like, okay, what is this? Yeah, but li- everyone talks about Liv Tyler being terrible for Lord of the Rings. No, no. no not why? even a little bit. What? She's an angel. She should be left alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Something took over me. And I disagree. One that kept coming up on bad casting choices, and I disagree. Rihanna in Battleship. I'm actually like yeah, a Battleship I, apologist. That have we done the are. Battleship episode yet? No, we, we need to do. A, we didn't need to do an episode of it. But um, <laughs> she's not. She's like, if it wasn't. If you didn't know it was Rihanna, you'd watch that movie and it'd be fine. You wouldn't say, "Oh, that's a singular bad performance." But they went after it because her name was Rihanna. She's a famous person. And, and she she did as far as like you know famous people going and doing a smart thing she went and did a bit she essentially did a bit grunt part in an action movie yeah. mm. a very invisible and she's like she's fine she's perfectly fine in that role yeah. in my opinion a little maybe a little bit oh no Rihanna's all right in Ocean's Eight but like I I yeah. did not see that as a bad performance and yet everyone lists it because it's Rihanna in Battleship and so it's a very easy low hanging fruit to go after even though I don't think. Technically speaking, there's anything wrong with that performance. So, uh, Jai Courtney in everything anything. except Suicide Squad. Yeah, I was going to bring up the Terminator. <laughs> Genesis. I haven't much seen Suicide, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Squad is just a horrible fucking mess. Jai Courtney as uh, Captain Boomerang. It's just I'm a like, mess. It's great. I'm like, oh yeah, no, he suits this. Yeah. This, this yeah. is how you this use your Jai Courtney. Him, him in Die Hard. Uh, Die, Die Hard that. Five, fucking Terminator. I was going to bring Terminator Free as Terminated well. Nick Stoll as John Connor, oh, Terminator yeah. Free. It probably correlates to being the movie actually being shit as well. But Nick Stoll is so bad. I've been seeing movie. too much of Ruby Rose lately, and I'm not a fan. <laughs> I, I look, I don't hate her, but I'm also not like I don't really have an opinion on her. So I'm like, why mm. she's so ubiquitous at the moment is yeah. odd to me. Yeah, it's just doing my head in. Yeah, um, one going back to sorry, going back to good casting. Uh, I can't remember her name. Dolores Umbridge. Oh, oh yeah, Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah. oh. Uh, even even uh, uh, Kenneth Branagh as Gilderoy Lockhart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although the original casting choice for that, I reckon, would have been better. They had Hugh Grant as Gilderoy Lockhart. Oh, oh, when, that would have been when I read the book, when I read the book, Gilderoy Lockhart was Hugh Grant. Yeah, yeah. Hugh Grant in Paddington Two as Gilderoy Lockhart. Oh, oh yeah. Hugh Grant. Yeah. Have you seen Paddington Two? No, I haven't. I haven't. Dude, oh. it's on Netflix. It's on one Netflix. Is, I've been told it's yeah the best place. Gilderoy Lockhart. Watch one before you watch two. Is it still one of the most like critically acclaimed? Yes. Yeah. Of all time, yeah, it is so Hugh Grant's which best is performance. Ridiculous! It is, but you when say you, that, you say that, you watch, watch the movie. He basically plays Gilroy Lockhart in that yeah. movie as well. Yeah, so, but honestly, yeah. you watch the movie and you're like, yeah. oh, it, like it's great. But watch one. One's fine. Nicole Kidman plays a villain in one, and she's sure. really good. I, I think one's great. One's, one's great. great. One's a really good movie, but it just two is so mm. paramount, which is so bizarre because when they announced that they were doing these films. Everyone was like, why? Why, why the fuck <laughs> yeah. would you do this? And I was the same. And I didn't see them until Paddington 2 got like all these insane reviews. I'm yeah. like, okay, fine. Yeah, I gotta watch I'll one. Watch, and I watched Paddington 1. I'm like, oh, that was pretty good. And then and so and Paddington 2 was on the same. So I'm like, okay, go, go see. I'm, 
I sometimes like tear up in a movie. I am hard fucking mm-hmm. sobbing. Yeah, in this. people that's, loudly that's, that's, sobbing in this that's movie. That's the general consensus. It's, it's literally the best sequel I've made as far as uh, I'm concerned. Yeah, okay. That's, it, they're both on Netflix. Put them on. Yeah, I'll watch that tonight. It's brilliant. That's, it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, it. I just want some more negativity. Just bring it back to negativity. Ben Foster. In Warcraft. Warcraft. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's like, oh man, casting. Wow. Why? Who, why? Why? And I Let's love get this ben guy Foster. who kind of looks like maybe mid twenties to thirties to play a grand wizard. We we did we did, we dedicated an entire episode to Ben Foster because I think he's one yeah, of the most right. underrated actors of all time. But that is like the, <laughs> we mentioned like the bad performance. Yeah, that's, that yeah. is yeah. Yeah. easily the worst kind of thing. Mm. So what are some examples of? You wrote this note, yeah. and I can't believe you wrote this. Note. What oh. are some examples of bad casting in your own work or similar level work? How can people improve? Uh, oh, how can people improve their casting? Is a good note. I yeah, no, no, no. yeah. Get See, a good reader. <laughs> get a yeah, great reader. Um, don't necessarily go off people's recommendations. Yep. No, yeah, that's I think right. that's a. a, a uh, unless one. it's my recommendation, I'm great. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no naming names, but uh, with people recommendations, I did a musical, mm. and I had recommendations as oh, I cast someone. And then they just pulled out on, on a dime and sent me a text. It was like yeah. ghosted me, like professional ghosting. <laughs> um, and then I was desperately looking for someone who could tap dance and sing. And I off recommendations. I went with someone. Turns out they could not even remotely tap dance yeah, or yeah. sing. So I had to find them two weeks before the shoot and cast another person and then teach them all the choreography. <laughs> yeah. But the one I got, she was good. She was, yeah, tap dance. She was a tap dance teacher. So sure. that kind of came out of nowhere. Actually, uh, funny story about that. I actually know her from like high school, like a oh, mutual yeah, friend. That's yeah, what yeah. I realized. I was like, the oh. one I cast a really good tap dance, Olivia mm. Meskel. She's really, mm. really good. Mm. Um, I find a big trouble when you're doing these local stuff is when you have limited applicants, yeah. you kind of have to go with the one you can think you can work with best. I just wish more people would show up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always um, the thing. I, I think that to improve, a lot of people need to put more time into casting, yeah, into absolutely. pre-production. Because so many films that I've worked on or worked with or I'm working adjacent to because I work at a film school, they all cast at the last second and they always get actors who don't suit the roles like i'm not naming names here but a police officer that looks like a beatnik (laughs) jesus um oh that's the other thing when you're casting don't fucking write don't if you've got sex and nudity put that in your goddamn casting call that's not something you spring on someone In the audition, you're like, all right, now just stick this dildo. (laughs) You're like, Um, look, are you paying me? Another thing is, uh, I I didn't write this in a note, but like if you're a straight man and you're doing casting or even even a gay man, Mm. I guess, uh, how do I put this delicately? Get your shit sorted before you cast. Don't cast with your dick. Because (laughs) you see that all the time and you're like, oh, you only cast her because... She's got a couple of really good assets, but acting is not one of them. <laughs> and I, the same, I, I it's see a Hollywood, since, right? That's yeah, just, well, yeah, I yeah, the same. Yeah. I actually, I've seen the same thing too. In my film school, the guy did this. It was it was a really terrible, like gay, uh, uh, Terrence Malick esque wanky thing, and he cast a role because it was a guy with like the most ripped chest you can imagine. <laughs> Could not act. For shit, and yeah. it was just lo- like every, like when this scene came on in the movie, everyone laughed. Like that's how big of a mistake you can make. When Look, you're I tried really hard. Okay, but casting cast based on the performance because yeah. with some makeup, 
if they're gonna, you know, if you're going for a yeah. guy who needs, mm. they can they can do a hardcore gym session a couple of weeks before yep. before the shoot. Don't <laughs> Look necessarily at Chris Pratt. cast, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't necessarily cast based on looks because yeah. like looks are important. Mm. You know, you don't cast a white person in the color purple, but you don't cast a Dean DeHaan as a fucking Han Solo type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like looks really, are not really the who oh, I am. <laughs> looks are not the only thing, and I find a lot of especially when they're starting out, they'll go based on looks. They'll say, "I wanted a guy that was taller than her." Have that in mind. Yeah. Be specific, but don't close off your audition. Like I had to go at you when you set a specific height measurement for a role, and I was like, "Why did you put that in?" There? He it said, asked, it asked for it. Asked for it, and I put it in there. I said, like, "You can leave it blank." I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, also, I, think, I only wanted six foot people. Jesus, <laughs> I think. Uh, like in terms of improving casting, I think spend more time in the audition room. Yeah. yeah. Don't just like five minutes, good, you're done. Like, mm, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like, cause there's been a cut co- and rewatch your footage. Like, yeah. There's been a couple of times where we've had someone in the room and we've gone, perfect, great, you'll be fantastic. We get to set and it's fucking awful. Yeah. And then it's the importance of like, we should have probably rewatched everything from everyone and then make a decision off that, not yeah. just like first gun. Um, just because they did something remotely similar to what we sort of, yeah, and it's the, ideally it's the idea of bringing like leaving your preconceived notions at the door yeah. enough to be open yeah. to the room surprising yeah. you. Yeah, mm. I like to put a lot of people in the room, um, like in terms of who's doing the casting. Yeah, like, cool. So I think last time, so you love to intimidate the actor. They walk in yeah. your Not room, necessarily. full of people on the table staring at them. Well, because ninety percent of what like I do or write or produce or whatever is is comedy. So yeah, it's we get like. You can, you can literally the measure the the, the talent. Totally. The laughs are, um, are measurable. Absolutely. Or right. we can guaranteed when you do like a casting with myself or any of the guys that I work with, we're going to do improv. Like yeah. that's, that's yeah. absolutely do you on just, the cards. Like, do you just like, do you just say the thing, Most of the script and say you're a cashier and like, do you Pretty do much. that? We kind just of... play like theater sport games with you and just oh, see cool. what like sort of chemistry. But you, you get up and do. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, and that's why we that's put a lot great. of people yeah, in the yeah, room. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. great. Because a lot of us are comedic actors as well. We'll get up and play with you and make sure that, I, or again, because we cast ourselves in a lot of our own. Films. Yeah, I was going to say, is this so how you keep getting like, cast? You're like, is... man, you know who was great in that? <laughs> Me. Yeah. Yes. I was fantastic. I'm playing everything. Um, I'm going to nutty professor. <laughs> Which I, I want. Have you been tempted? I want. To, I want yeah. to do that. I really want to do. It. I think. I'm, I, w- I think I would, it'd be great. <laughs> that would be funny. I think it'd be fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, that's a different story. Um, but yeah, we'll get up and we'll play with the actor, and a it makes them more comfortable because we're got a really hands-on sort of approach to it mm. um but b we end up getting exactly what we want yeah. out of them or not want and we yeah. realize right there and then like that's not going to work yeah. for us on set or that will so yeah the importance yeah. of the casting process mm. is one that goes off and overlook because and we always harp on about i always harp on especially about like the camera and the, like because people like they do performance heavy movies and so the camera's just kind of just pointed at yeah. things yeah, yeah and i'm like you know use your camera use your edit but that being said the acting kind of does come. Yeah. It's the first port of call. Yeah. And I, I have a question for you, Kyle, mm-hmm. just because I want to bring it up about myself. Um, have you ever been cast in anything that you were like, why? Fuck yeah. And it turned out terrible because you're like, why? <laughs> yeah. There's been, there's been a, there was one I did. I can't, I think it was SQ uni or whatever that one is. South Queensland university. There you we suck go. It. <laughs> um, I auditioned for the, I think I auditioned for the best friend. Right. Role. And I was like, yeah, great. Cause that's very much my vibe. That's the path I know I'm on. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm going to stick to that. Not the leading male type. 
Um, and then they cast me in the leading male and I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to work. And it did not. I was like, and we have like, this is big romantic scene with the lead girl and I was like, I'm just not feeling it, guys. This is, this is. Oh my god! I can see the camera. This, this looks ridiculous. Like, it's just so dumb. But mm, yeah, yeah literally. So I th- I'm glad we like. We both know our casting type. Yeah, and totally. As an actor, it is important I think to know so important. your casting. Know your brand, and then you can lean mm. into it because you find the people Absolutely. who don't fear the leading man and they desperately want the leading man. Yeah, yeah. You can lead. So like, like what's it? Philip Seymour Hoffman can lead in a movie like Capote, but you're not leading in Solo. Or a Star Wars story. Like I, I would have loved Philip Seymour Hoffman. If he didn't die of a heroin overdose, he would have been the perfect solo. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I, I, I went in for an audition yep. for this film uh, where I played a small character, a nerdy character yep. who was bullied. And they were like, wow, we really like your energy. Why don't you read for the bully? And oh. I was like, <laughs> uh, skinny old lispy me. Sure, and I I read for the, I read for the bully, and they were like, yeah, no, we really loved yeah. it. So, so we we shot the film, and like the entire time, I was I was trying, and I, when the movie came out, I was like, yeah, no, that was a terrible fucking joke. Why would you <laughs> like, awful idea? Hey guys, I'm gonna beat you up. Yeah, Jesus, don't don't get a lispy guy who there's is been, skinny. There's and- been some times where they've gone like, "Can you just read for the dad role?" And I was like, "What about me?" <laughs> oh, fucking actually, dad. speaking You've of bad casting me. calls, I when I was googling this, like all of these women who are cast as the mother and they are younger than the male yeah. counterpart. <laughs> Um, like it was, well, I mean, the recent one was Glass, mm. and the mother is she's like ten years younger than him. But Drew yeah. Barry, sorry, uh, Drew Barrymore is cast as the mother of Andy Garcia, and she is five years younger than him in writing Jesus and cast Christ. of Boys. It all the time. It's all the fucking time. Yeah. I feel like on our level, it's like people don't know older actors, so they're like, "Oh fuck it, we'll just." Everyone very twenty true. years they're, old. It's so. It, I actually find it quite hard, and yeah. I, I'd love to work with more of them because it really adds like a yeah. versatility yeah. to the set. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, absolutely. it's yeah, there's, yeah. There's, you just well, get Gareth Sweet, you're fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you got Gareth Sweet. Got that in now. <laughs> so top five, yes, top five, yeah. top five yeah. ensemble casts. Yeah, I feel so like I'm, I'm going to have the longest list of. Yeah, so go Shane. Honorable mentions: Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, casting that would have been the biggest bitch in the world oh, and they definitely. did such a great job uh the good place it's a diverse yet perfect cast like it yep. it, it does both equally community oh yeah. that would have been a balancing act stranger things uh known actors unknown actors combining them mm-hmm. bad times at the El royale is a recent one such a great ensemble yep. cast uh cloud atlas because oh yeah that would be a challenge and united 93 casting all unknown people uh my top five Literally any Robert Altman movie because Robert Altman just did all these like 40-something multi-plot character movies. Yeah. Nashville is my favorite, but Gosford Park is actually a really well-cast one and that was the precursor to uh, Downton Abbey. Uh, number four is Magnolia. Casting Tom Cruise in that role is a stroke of yeah. genius. Uh, number three is The Haunting of Hill House because casting the past and the present, the way they did that is like flawless. The yeah. kids are like perfect mm-hmm. counterparts to their grown up adults and each of them equally phenomenal yep. actors, which that's a hard thing to do. Number two, bit of a controversial choice, American Beauty. But <laughs> that is a very brilliant. He did play someone who wanted to fuck someone like really outside, young, really outside, well. no, 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 no. <laughs> outside of that, you got Annette Benning, you got Thora yep. Birch, you got Mina Savari, you got Wes Bentley yeah. and Chris Cooper. All, mm. And it's such a phenomenal little ensemble, like a mini ensemble. He's still great in my mind. He's still great in my mind. <laughs> I know, I know. It's okay. It's okay. And then number one is one of my favorite comedy shows of all time, Happy Endings. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. That is such a perfect dynamic and it only works with those actors and I just yep. want to see them together again. <laughs> Josh. Oh, I'm going now. 
All right, so number five is Boogie Nights. Obviously, oh, yeah. We have, even oh, though yeah. I'm not a fan of Mark Wahlberg, like most of his work, but that one I do like. Yeah. All the greats in there are Widows. That's a recent one. Oh, I yeah. Love Widows. That was a good, good, good movie. Um, so let me bring it up, though. But Heat as well. You haven't Just seen still it. haven't seen it yet. Yeah. It's on my pile. I'm literally yeah. on, on holidays. I'm yeah. watching it. We have Robert De Niro and obviously um, Al Pacino, but you also have like all these other greats in there. And my other one, it was on, it was on my list. Uh, Ocean's Eleven, like the yep. remake, not, yep. not yeah. the original, because fuck the original. <laughs> that shit. And my number one is Twelve Angry Men as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. That literally carried a film. Yeah, he tries. Cool. So my five, uh, I've got Ocean's Eleven as well. I think that like remaking that film with that goddamn cast, oh, it's perfect. It was just it, even though like some of them are just really small parts, they all really work well yeah. together. Yeah. Uh, Seinfeld. The fact that they cast Broadway actors next to a comedian who can't act was a stroke of genius. And it's the only really way that show works. Um, <laughs> Avengers just technically wasn't the Avengers wasn't cast. It was all those other movies and they all seem to work together so well was kind of a stroke of luck. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like they must yeah. have gone through the process of having that chemistry or they I mean, went, all right, let's see who but works they well did together. Captain America when they cast Iron Man. But they like, did, I've like I've heard stories of like, I think John Krasinski was like in the running for he was Captain, Captain America, America yeah. for so long. He and then like, he like put on the, pants or whatever saw like Chris Hemsworth shirtless walk through and just went no nah, nah, this, this, is, this <laughs> yeah. isn't for me yeah. and then like, they got like Chris Evans out of that as yeah. well and it's like yeah, yeah. but uh, now everyone's saying like he should do um, Reed Richards so, yeah. oh he'd yeah. be great for yeah. Reed Richards yeah. uh, Pitch Perfect doesn't yeah. really count because yeah. really it's Anna Kendrick's story, but yeah. I'm going to include it because I love Pitch Perfect. It's got all the bit parts have a moment which I thought yeah. was really great. Uh, absolutely and last but not least Death at a Funeral yeah, yes. yes, love it. That that the whole Chris cast. Rock one, of course. Yeah, of yes. course. Chris Rock, Martin Lawrence. <laughs> uh, Actually, that's a case of really terrible casting. Have you seen it? No. Because Chris Rock plays the cool, calm, collected brother who's He's... trying to get everything together. That is the worst. Wait, like, brother? Chris Rock, it's Chris Rock, or brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. The, the original Death at a Funeral, great. Uh, Alan Tudyk. Um, uh, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage was yeah. great casting because he wasn't written as a midget. And they suggested Dwarf, Peter Dinklage, whatever. Little person. Little person. Yeah, um, I'm in the room, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, because he, he wasn't written that way. And that's why there is only one joke in the entire movie about his height. And that was an improvised joke. Whereas in the American one, uh, Peter Dinklage was cast because he was in the original. And it was just joke after joke after, hey, he's short. Woohoo, yeah. we're so funny. Kyle, go. Um, I didn't really prepare for this one, but how could from- you not prepare for this? We <laughs> yeah, invited yeah, you yeah, into our house. You not from what I've watched recently, Sex Education is a fantastic ensemble. Very cast. interesting. Ace of Butterfield it wouldn't be the, my expect my first go to choice for that. And, and I pay particular attention to when they cast like uh, relatives. So like mm. uh, a couple of the relatives that have cast look and are they fantastic fit. actors as well. Sometimes it's just for the look, and then they're a bad actor. Yeah. yeah, or it's yeah. the other way around. Hill House is like that. All of them are perfect siblings. Yeah. Have you seen Hill? No. Hill House? What episode six is one of the best things you will ever see, guaranteed. Oh, if you Just, listen to our top ten on top TV, 10 TV, you would already know. But no, that. like honestly, what? Like, are you a big horror fan? Um, I'm not good with horror. That's my problem. <laughs> okay, it's dramatic. I'm horror. a scared little bitch. So, sorry, I'm a scared little bitch <laughs> most of the time. Uh, no, it's it's a really well cast, and the the performances in it are phenomenal yeah, like yeah, right. across the board it's really really good yeah but yeah no they cast rel- casting relatives is a big one because from what mm. i've seen of um another one that comes to mind it chapter two 
Oh, yeah. oh, actually, Jessica yeah. Chastain was so perfect for it. And yeah, it's so perfect, really like Andrew yeah, Shetty. Yeah, their older versions look great. Like, yeah, mm. so it's. Yeah. I love that it was kind of cast via the internet as mm, well. It was. Yeah. <laughs> that they all said yes to was kind of surprised. Yeah, James McAvoy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Hader, sure. James McAvoy. I am still standing by that Seth Rogen should have played, uh, Seth Rogen, sorry, Seth Green should have played the older version of. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. R- R- Richie? It's Richie, yeah. Yeah, Richie. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Seth Green played the Richie. younger version of Richie in yep. the 90s. It would have mm-hmm. been perfect casting. It would have been great. <laughs> Even though he looks nothing like the new Richie. He's got nothing to do with the movie, just all to do with a looks, meta joke. Yes, Looks for me. nothing like Finn Wolfhard, who just like, hey, yeah, I'm, no. I'm, uh, Well, that's everything. For this oh, wait, episode. I'm closing oh, the episode. Oh, no, oh you're closing. Uh, that's everything. <laughs> I think that's a good place to uh, end, guys. Do we have any uh, uh, social networks yeah. you can find Kyle, us on? do you have any yeah. social, anything uh, you want to plug? Just uh, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Kyle J. McCallion. Kyle J. McCallion. Oh, and, and you can go entertainment. We'll put yeah, a link to that go. on yeah, Facebook yeah. where they do all of Kyle's short films and stuff. And Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. About you can that. see him cast himself in everything. <laughs> Look, I'm great in everything. Uh, <laughs> in everything I produce. You're going to write like a romantic story where you're the lead and it'll actually work this time. Oh my God. I'm going to write... Your and your Nutty Professor movie has to be like a romantic, a romantic comedy, <laughs> and you're playing the female role as well. <laughs> Look, that would Do be it. fucking would brilliant. Be brilliant. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that, I would that could pay work. to see that. that. Could work. Um, okay. You you can find us on Facebook at Mighty Motion Picture, Picture Rangers, Rangers, and you can find us on Instagram at Picture Rangers and Twitter at the same handle. And Twitter at the same handle. I knew that. Shut up. Stop guiding me, Shane. I know what I'm doing. Jeez, you're not my real dad. <laughs> Although you do have the same name, so you know. That's <laughs> um, you can find me uh, on Instagram at the Chancester. You can also find me on Red Curtain Hell. Uh, that's on Vimeo. That's I told you would bring it back. Should have done it earlier. It would have been more natural, but it's not. It's you can find it on Vimeo on demand. That's vimeo.com slash on demand slash Red Curtain Hell. And then you can, you can you can use the code Pitch Rangers to get twenty percent off your purchase rental. You can find me on Twitter at Shane M underscore Anderson and I'm on Letterboxd at 224 frames. Find me on Twitter at SundanceKD or Caps at Letterboxd and TV Time at Joshua Grigg. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Kyle, for coming no, on again. Yeah. No, thanks for having Been me. Good times a trial. Brilliant. And favorite. <laughs> and favorite. <laughs> ding, ding. Uh, we shall... You shall tune in again next week yeah, for tune, another exciting episode. Wait, shouldn't I be saying that? Because I'm um, tune in again next week, guys, for another exciting episode, probably about stuff. Will I be here or will I not? You know Who what? Knows? Was that that a great thing. Becca. <laughs> it really did. <laughs>
For the best quote for you from the leading insurers, call Acorn Insurance on 1890-800-222 or visit acorninsurance.ie. That's it, in a nutshell. Acorn Brokerage Limited Trading as Acorn Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. When it comes to reviewing your finances, a good place to start is by reviewing your mortgage. It's something few people ever do, but if you never review your mortgage, you'll never know if there might be a better option. That's where the Ulster Bank Mortgage Team could help. Wherever you bank, be sure to talk to us and see if switching could make a difference. Just search Ulster Bank Switch. Ulster Bank. Help for what matters. Over 18s only. Ulster Bank Ireland DAC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.